Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Michelle and Randy with you. We go to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. Greg Amzinger had a little trouble dropping his son off at school, which is going to happen now and then, but he's with us now on 101 ESPN. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm telling you, man, once kids hit that teenager stage, it can get rough, man. I don't remember being difficult at the age of 12. Randy, were you difficult at the age of 12? I don't believe I was. I think I was an angel at the age of 12. <laughs> sure. Michelle, Michelle, were you difficult at the age of 12? No, Greg, I was too afraid of my dad to not be an angel. So, so what's the deal? The three of us were well-behaved. We were well-behaved. I guess that means he's going to be uber, uber successful in life. Because <laughs> right. We're just talking about sports for a living, right? I mean, what are we doing? <laughs> right. Uh, hey, Greg, opening day is one week from today. I know. Isn't that great? It's you unbelievable. Know, I'm going to be on TV tonight, and today was supposed to be opening day, believe it or not. And our uh, tomorrow was actually. and Actually, no, it was today. So we're going to do a couple of uh, fake live look-ins as to what would have happened on the normal opening day. <laughs> so I'm looking through the matchups that were that got scrapped, and I'm trying to find uh, pitcher-batter matchups from years past. We've got some very entertaining live look-ins. But listen, man, I'm walking on clouds right now. And, and I think you know, I've kind of laid low in this whole Albert Fools thing. I've been trying on suits from 2011 just to see if they still <laughs> awesome. fit. You know? like, <laughs> I, I want to I go back in time. This is a wonderful day. We got the king back. It just feels right. You know, it's it's like you, you break up with that that significant other and everyone knows you were a good fit and y'all date someone else and you think it's over and then you find out that each person broke up and every all your friends know you're going to get back together and and then you do, and it's just hunky-dory. It's, it's a great time to be a Cardinal fan. It really is, Greg. By the way, I saw you in an eggplant jacket the other day. It looked great. Love the color. I appreciate oh, that. Oh, thank you. I yeah. appreciate that. Um, but back to our pool holes, you've covered baseball for a long time. You've covered all of the teams, all of the great storylines. But when I look at this Albert Pujol storyline, there's so many tentacles to this. It's not only just him returning to the Cardinals. It's the quest for 700. It's reuniting with Wayno and Yachty for one last dance. There's so many different angles of this that make it such a great story. When you look at all of the great stories that you covered throughout your time in, in media and in sports media and baseball, where does this one rank? It's towards the top, and when it comes to just baseball-centric, what we saw last year from Shohei Otani was one of the most remarkable individual performances I've ever seen. Um, obviously, the sign-stealing scandal was an epic historical scar uh, for the game. We've seen so many incredible performances you know, back and forth uh, from a starting pitching perspective. Uh, what I saw in the second half from Jake Arrieta's uh, Cy Young season cannot be overlooked. It's one of the greatest halves of pitching I've ever seen. But to see three guys on their last leg, and when Adam Wainwright has not officially said this, this is his last year, but I, I'd be shocked if it wasn't. 
uh, because he has so many suitors for his broadcasting talents. Um, but to see three guys who I believe will all contribute at a high level, I do not think we're going to see guys. Yachty's not hitting 232 with four home runs and, and 43 RBIs. I, I don't see that. I, I see Adam Wainwright being almost as good as he was last year, being a significant part towards the top of the starting pitching rotation that wants to win the NL Central over, in my opinion, the best starting pitching rotation in all of baseball over the Milwaukee Brewers. And, and I see Albert Pools getting significant at-bats in clutch moments. We're all talking about him as a DH, and for good reason. That's why they went and acquired him, because of his numbers against left-handed pitching. But let's be honest, big moment, flamethrower on the mound, righty or lefty, and I think you're going to see Albert Pools grab a bat in his hand and pinch hit in some significant moments down the stretch for a team that's, that's got World Series aspirations. These are three significant people to the city of St. Louis who are not washed up. I know Albert Pools is not the three-time MVP. I know he's not what he used to be. I get that. But at the age of 42, he's pretty damn good. And I think all three of these guys are going to be part of the core with the young, super talented, high-ceiling guys they already have in-house that are going to make this a magical season. This could end up being, right now, it's top five storyline that I've covered since working at MLB wow. Network Michelle. But it, it has the chance to be number one. If it all works out. That's awesome. Hey, Greg, we, we discussed this last night, but I want you to give your take on my lineup for opening day against Jose Quintana. So, presuming a left-hander is on the mound for the Pirates, I've got Carlson leading off, Goldie hitting second, O'Neal third, then Arenado, Pujols, DeYoung hitting sixth, and Bader, Edmund, and Molina. And as I told you last night, I don't want Yachty clogging up the bases in front of uh, Bader and Edmund. So that's why I don't have Yachty hitting seventh. Because of the American League lineup, and I've had so many conversations with former American League players, former American League managers, and the way they view the nine spot when you have a DH, I would flip-flop Yachty and Bader. I like having a guy like Yachty who doesn't strike out, almost like an insurance policy. Think about, you've got so many guys that are going to be on base. If you can get Yachty to the plate with two outs, and you need to kind of pick up a teammate, right? DeYoung pops out, bases loaded, one out. Now you have bases loaded, two outs, and you need that guy that's just not out there trying to hit a grand slam just to fillet to right, right? With two outs, scores two runs, that's a perfect spot for Yachty or Molina. And the ninth spot in the order, I'm putting Bader down there because I want Bader to get pitched to like he's leading off the game. And if he's hitting ninth, the last thing you want is for him to get on base, to be a complete and utter distraction to the starting pitcher because he can fly with the fastest players in the game. Mm-hmm. And now you got that, 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 that fearsome top of the order for the Cardinals, which I think is going to be one of the longest and most deadly in, in the National League. So I would flip-flop. I'd put Yachty in the seventh spot and drop Bader to the nine, and I think that would be a cash money lineup. Greg, I want to go back to Albert Pujols here for a second. We talked about what a great storyline it is. We're certainly going to be captivated by Albert Pujols back with the Cardinals this season. But from a baseball perspective, do you think this move made the team better? You know, I've been talking to a lot of people at MLB Network about this, and there were so many critics of it. And and as you all know, I've been saying this for two years. I, I saw this coming for two years. I'm so glad John Mozeliak didn't do this smart thing. Because there are so many people sitting next to him in that front office that have Ivy League degrees that were telling him why a 42-year-old player with so many foot and leg injuries in his past is not the smart thing to do. 
There are so many other smarter options for $2.5 million on a one-year deal. I'm glad he didn't do the smart thing. I'm glad he did the right thing. Because sometimes the right thing is better for the collective whole. We're dealing with humans. And I'm telling you, injecting that player with this kind of legacy back into that clubhouse when everyone knows it's already a special year. We already saw the snowball coming down the mountain. It just got a thousand times bigger with the addition of Albert Pools. The human element is the magic that's left in the game. It's the magic that's left in the sport. Do I think fans can impact the outcome, outcome of the game? I actually do. Don't tell that to my friend Brian Kenny and all, his, all of his analytic buddies. They think that's, that's, that's ridiculous. But when a fan base is on the edge of their seat, losing their mind with excitement, that permeates through all the human beings that are on the field. And adding Albert Pujols to this team this year with so much to play for, which could be a historic one by so many great players on the last leg of their careers. I'm sorry. This was the right thing to do. When you think about what the fans had to sit through with these labor negotiations, we saw numbers going down because of COVID, people still afraid to go to the ballpark and sit next to strangers. This was the right move to get fans to put all of their, 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 their fears down and forget about any, any apprehensiveness they would have and go to the ballpark to see number five play one last time. And you're going to see it, and it was the right move. And I'm so proud of John Mosellock for pulling this off. I think all Cardinal fans who love being haters to John Mosellock need to zip it for at least three weeks. <laughs> zip it for three weeks. And enjoy the fact that this man made the right move. Might not have been the smartest move, but it was the right move. Well, Greg, let, let me ask it this way then, because it may have been the smartest, smarter move, okay? So, September 13th, the Brewers are in town. Cardinals and Brewers are tied for the division lead. Tie game, 1-1, ninth inning. Josh Hader is on the mound. Who would you rather st- step to the plate, Albert Pujols or Juan Yepes? Albert Pools. I mean, Yepes, I love the kid. He's got a high ceiling, very compact swing. He's going to hit. He's going to hit. He almost had 30 home runs last year in the minor leagues. He's a terrific young talent. But Albert Pools has hit three home runs in a World Series game. We've seen Albert Pools do things that, ask Brad Lidge who he'd rather face, (laughs) Yepes or Pools. Okay? Track record speaks volumes. And and Josh Hader would rather face Yepes than Albert Pools who's been there and and done that. So, yes, I I, I do think Albert Pools brings a lot of wowness to the team. Physically, is Yepes what a GM feels safer about? At the end of the day, front offices usually make moves that are going to ensure their team wins and get them closer to ensuring their team wins games. And my resident GM, Dan O'Dowd, longtime GM of the Colorado Rockies, rolled his eyes at the idea of bringing back Albert Pools. So many of my cohorts thought this was just a pipe dream. To stop, why are we bringing this up, Greg? I worked Saturday and Sunday, and poor Dan O'Dowd was the victim of that. <laughs> I was no joke. We were going to do a segment on Sunday, okay, where I, I, I just talked about Albert Pools on Greg's list of the nine moves that still need to be made before opening day. Albert was number six. Not number one because he's a part-time DH. Number one was Juan Soto getting a $500 million extension before opening day. That makes sense. But on Sunday, I was going to talk about a whole segment. If Albert Pools does not sign with the Cardinals, where else will he sign? And do you know what I was thinking and what I kind of had a feel? The Chicago Cubs may have swooped in and signed Albert Pools as the ultimate rivalry middle finger to the Cardinal fan base. And I would have hated that. But thankfully, in the commercial break before the segment, 
uh, we got the tweet from, uh, I believe, Michelle Wu, who said that it was Albert Pujols in talks to the Cardinals, and that became the entire segment. So, yes, I've been talking about this. So many of my friends are rolling their eyes at it. I'm glad it's happened. And, yes, I do believe Albert will help this team win. Uh, on a spreadsheet, people might argue that. But in the humanity and the memories that we all have as Cardinal fans, seeing this guy do what he's done, he's going to help this team. 30 seconds. We've got Nolan Arenado coming up at 9 o'clock. What do you want him to be asked by us? Uh, ask him how many times does he remember Greg Amsinger reminding him that he's Greg Amsinger's favorite player. Okay, you got it. We'll All do right, it. So make sure you ask him that. Because I think I've said it to him, I'm going to guess 11 times face-to-face. He might give you like five, all right? Okay. And by the way, Greg, he has gone out of his way to say Albert Pujols is his favorite player. So you talk about the human element that you're injecting into a clubhouse. I imagine that fired Nolan Arenado up. Pretty awesome. I mean, how how many baseball fans in St. Louis are blushing right now? How great is this? Isn't this just wonderful? It's the best. Greg, thanks so much for the time. We will be talking to you on opening day. All right, I can't wait. I'll talk to you then, guys. See ya. Greg Amsinger, MLB Network on 101 ESPN. Here's the lowdown on lowering bad cholesterol from Lecvio. Lowering bad cholesterol is hard, but you could do hard. You live through five fad diets, 11 sleep training nights, nine mediocre middle school recitals, one heart attack, And with Lecvio, you can lower your bad cholesterol and keep it low with two doses a year after two starter doses. Prescription Lecvio in glycerin is given by a doctor for people with known heart disease on a statin with diet who need more help lowering bad cholesterol. Common side effects were injection site reaction, joint pain, urinary tract infection, diarrhea, chest cold, pain in legs or arms, and shortness of breath. Results may vary. Learn more at Lecvio.com. Or call 1-833-537-8462. Ask your doctor about Lecvio. That's L-E-Q-V-I-O. Lower. Longer. Lecvio. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today.